0: So we continue with the Beatitudes, and um, after nearly three years here at Top Church, I think everyone else on the team, and maybe some of you know, that I tend to have a pop song lyric for everything. (laughs) You know, I'll be in the middle of a conversation with someone, and they'll say something, or I'll say something, and I'll think, that's a song lyric, that's the title of a song. Um, Does that ever happen to you? Good, I'm glad. It's not just me. Yeah, you are chatting away, and then you suddenly realise, oh yeah, that's a song lyric, isn't it? Well, I would like to say that I have some of your song lyrics for today, but actually, I just didn't. Um, Because, you know, I just wonder... We haven't really heard of hits like, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Yeah, no, it's not one that we're familiar with. So for me, as I prepared today actually, I have to say, song lyrics did come to me, but they weren't obvious ones because the things that Jesus says aren't really obvious. And maybe you've noticed that as we've looked at the Beatitudes over the past few weeks. Um, Jesus talks about life in a different way. He doesn't kind of talk about life in the way that we're used to maybe thinking about it. So we don't hear Jesus saying things like Blessed are the rich and powerful because they can get everything they want. Or blessed are the people who are always happy because they can make everyone else happy too. Now, if Jesus had said things like that, that would sound a bit more like what we're used to thinking life is supposed to be like, wouldn't it? You know, there's this idea that with life, everything has to be bigger and brighter and bolder. The only way is up. Now, of course, we don't... There, that is. Well done, well spotted. Yeah, I told you they weren't obvious, but yeah. Now, we may not put it as bluntly as that always, but that is generally the idea that comes across, whether it's through advertising or maybe our own social media accounts that we just put the best bits of our life forward, or maybe in the conversations where we have, that we have with people where we kind of give this edited highlights version there's this message, this pressure almost even, that everything has to be bigger, brighter, bolder. The only way is up. And But when Jesus first shared um, these words with his disciples, they weren't, I think most of us would say, living their best life. You know, you've probably heard that phrase, I'm living my best life. That isn't really where the disciples were at that time. They were ordinary Jewish people in their times, living under the occupation of the Roman Empire, living within all the challenges and constraints that come with living under an oppressive empire. And then along comes Jesus with this message that maybe that world, maybe things are upside down, maybe things are not quite what they seem. Next slide, please. Yep. Yeah, you're on the up escalator, but you're living in an upside down world. That is a song lyric, but it's by a band you've probably never heard of. So that's not really the point. The point is that when Jesus comes in, his message does seem to indicate to people that the way they've been living, the way we're living, is upside down. Um, Sarah shared with us the other week about blessed are are the meek. And she shared, thankfully, that being meek doesn't mean being timid or powerless. But I think she gave us the word strength under control. So not using or misusing the power that you have to harm others. Now, if we're honest, that doesn't really sound like the world that we live in. That's not what we see people doing with power so often. That strength under control... Is truly powerful and transformative and that's the message that Jesus is bringing in the Beatitudes. Jesus is opening people up to a different way of being in the world and Jesus's message is quite subversive actually um, it's no longer a story of survivalist of the fittest or look after number one or put yourself first it's a different kind of message Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Now, I did look up the word uh, pure, and there are all kinds of definitions. There was something there, it was a reference to music, about being in tune, a pure note for musicians amongst you. That probably makes sense to you. And blessed are the pure in heart. There's something about being in tune with God's heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Now, I wonder how surprising it must have been for the disciples to hear those words. The idea of being pure enough in heart to see God. Because what about what God had told Moses all those centuries before, as he called Moses into the journey of trusting him? And I'll quote it, this is from Exodus. I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, eternal one, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. So I wonder if it was a bit confusing for the disciples to hear that. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And yet even in those words, we see something of God's character coming through, God's goodness, mercy and compassion. And that gives a clue as to what it means to be pure in heart. To be the pure in heart who will see God. Because when God works in people, so that our hearts are increasingly in tune with God's heart, then we do begin to see his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as in heaven, and we begin to see God. We begin to see God and enjoy his presence and have that reassurance that we will enjoy his presence for all eternity. But to be pure in heart isn't just about thinking about things differently or even about seeing things differently. It is about living differently. Now the heart was considered the center of one's being involving mind, will, and emotions. And all of that together, that impacts what we actually do in everyday life. So it's not just a matter of words or theory, it's about how we actually live how we live in the here and now, even as we look forward to all that is to come. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. I think that must have felt like a breath of fresh air to his disciples. It's that encouragement that even in the midst of challenge and all that's going on, that they can breathe that they can breathe. It's that encouragement to not grow weary of doing good, to not grow weary of being compassionate, of reaching out with mercy, even though life may well be very hard, even though sometimes, to be honest, it might feel or seem like it's not really worth it. It might feel like, what I do, what I say, it's not big enough to make a difference. Jesus is coming with a different kind of message about how to live in the world that God's created. And it's that invitation that as we embrace Jesus' way of being in the world, our hearts become more in tune with God's heart and we begin to see God at work. God breathes new life into seemingly hopeless situations and brings transformation. Jesus is encouraging people to think differently, see differently, live differently, to breathe. And somehow when we do that, when we dare to do that, we begin to see God's kingdom come, God's will be done on here as in heaven. And we see God. Let's pray. Loving God, keep working in us so that our hearts are more and more in tune with your heart, with your character. Keep us open to Jesus' way of being in the world, trusting in your presence with us. Amen.